Welcome to Quick Shots with your favourite cousins, James and Alex Fitzgerald. Again, I find myself by my lonesome. Wow, what a lonely week. But that's okay. Well, for me, they say in the business, that's showbiz, baby. And the show has got to go on. So unluckily for the listeners, you're going to get one voice in this Quick Shots. And holy days, have we got some questions in the last few weeks. I feel as though it's like everyone's thinking about their tax, they're thinking about interest rates, they're thinking about buying again, or or it's certainly they're all the questions that we're getting, right? So we've had some meaty questions come through into our emails the last few weeks. The first one here is from Amalia. Amalia says, I'm 24, live at home with my parents, paying $100 per week. I earn 95 grand a year. And my parents are pushing me to pay down my investment property debt where I owe 300K. Should I pay down that debt whilst I don't have any expenses? Well, that's a loaded question and thanks for giving so much information, Amalia. Firstly, I just want to say good on you. That's a really sensational position to be in at 24, earning a great income with an investment property nonetheless. So Amalia, golf claps, golf claps. Um, I've got a few questions. One would be, what is the value of the property that you own? So I know your debt is 300K. What is the value? I might say, look, if the loan is higher than 95% or is 95%, okay, yes, maybe consider paying it down to like a 90% loan to, to value. But I would caveat that by saying you have a great income. You're earning $95,000 a year and this investment property is deductible debt, which you kind of need at $95,000 income. Um, So it's probably saving you a fair bit on tax at the moment, um, having this debt here with this kind of income. Um, And, you know, what would be interesting is your tax return this year compared to last year, now that we've seen interest rates go up, uh, it's, you know, even better for you in your tax situation where you'll be getting a a higher lump sum. I'd also say whilst you're only paying $100 a week to the the bank of mum and dad, as we joke to say, what I would say is any extra surplus money you've got or savings, chuck it into an offset account against that 300K loan. Um, So it does actually kind of contradict myself where you do need the tax deductions. But look, if you are inherently conservative, uh, this might be a good way of doing it or just chuck it into savings. You know, it will minimize your interest repayment, which will minimize your tax, um, but also allow you to access that cash anytime you need when it's in an offset rather than paying down the debt. Um, which of course, paying down debt in, does increase your equity, um, but it's harder to, to get back out or you've got to look at, you know, a refinance, whereas in an offset alone, offset loan, sorry, offset account against your loan, much, much, much easier. And I would say one more thing, Amali, if this was me, act as though you're going to move out in the next couple of years and check out what the market rent is where you think you might live, right? So you're currently paying $100 a week. Say the market rent's 500 bucks a week. Start acting as though you've got to go and pay $500 a week and put that money um, into your offset account or, or a savings account. But I'd say offset just as good as savings, right? It's actually, you know, serving two purposes here. So if the market rents 500 bucks a week, the difference between what you're paying mum and dad and the market's $400, try to put that away. Or again, if you think you might live with somebody and be paying half the market rent, 
250 bucks, pay the difference there, $150 straight into your offset account. Um, And seriously, awesome, awesome situation. Uh, I think the best thing that you can do is get ahead of everything while you're in this amazing uh, situation. You can create great habits that will put you in a really strong financial position um, and really accelerate your wealth as you get older. Um, So kudos, Malia. Next one here, deep breaths, is from Phoebe. (laughs) Phoebe says, my 2.5% fixed rate comes off at the end of the year. Looks like I'll be paying 6.5% by then. I'm worried about making these repayments. What should I do? Yes, a question we are getting asked a lot. And thank God, Phoebe, you're asking this question now, even better if you were asking it six months ago, but getting ahead of things like these is the best thing that you can do. You have to know your numbers. You've got to sit down, act as though, okay, you know, I'm going to be paying 6.5%. Start acting today as though you are literally paying a 6.5% interest rate. Because if you do that, you will push yourself to create those habits. It's kind of hard, you know, without the information that that I know I wouldn't mind. It's you're very light on information there. I know you're worried. I know you're on two and a half percent, which is great. Um, but here, here's a couple of the things that I would do. Um, if you've got an offset account against that loan, same as I said to Amalia, throw as much money as you can into that thing to minimise your loan repayments. Uh, well, sorry, interest repayments on that, um, assuming that you're going to be skyrocketing up to 6.5% at the end of the year. If you're paying less interest now, maybe that will open up an opportunity where you can pay off more debt. So you can pay down principal, essentially putting more money in your offset account, paying less interest. But if you act as though you're you're paying um, the the same repayments per month, but you're paying less interest, pay what you would have paid in interest off your your principal, which will help you in the long run. One thing I will say is if you're on a fixed rate, just be careful, check out what your maximum uh, loan repayments are per annum in it, like in addition, if you're paying principal and interest. Um, if you're not paying principal and interest, if you're on interest only, maybe also see if there is an opportunity, call your bank, ask them, hey, how much can I pay in maximum, you know, per year. Uh, when you're on a fixed rate, sometimes you do get penalized if you pay down a big chunk of the principal. Um, if this is an investment property, and I, I really don't know, sorry, but you absolutely need to review your rents. So hopefully you've done that recently and you've been able to push them up as we've seen Nate, uh, rents skyrocket around the country. Um, but I would be having a very strong conversation with my property manager about the rents uh, on your property if it is an investment property, right? So if you've already had that in the last six to 12 months, have it again. You need to have that again. Where are we at? Where's the market at? You need to be getting ahead of this as best you can. Uh, and finally, I would say, re- remember, when you pay a high interest rate and it is an investment property, you will get more tax back. So if you do start to go into um, cash flow neutral to, to negative territory, uh, you will likely get a higher tax uh, lump sum at the end of the year. Now, what you can also do is you can inquire with your accountant on a tax variation, which means very simply you pay less tax as you go. So you receive more money in your in your pay packet per month or per fortnight, whatever it is, instead of 
getting the big lump sum at the end of the year. But the main thing is same for Phoebe and Amalia, you've got to create those really good habits right now. So act as though you're paying, you know, it's it's not as easy as uh, it's been the last couple of years. Act as though it's a little bit of Armageddon and that will put you in really good habits. Well, I've gone over time on this one. Sorry. The last one here is from Jake. Is solar on my investment property financially viable? Oh, Jake, a great one because we mull this over so much. As an investment property, it's really a decision that is up to, to you, you know. Um, I personally haven't put solar on any of my properties because the person who is winning is those that are paying the uh, electrical bill, if you will. So it will be the tenants in the long run that will be paying um, much less. However, you've gone to the point of uh, outlaying the cost um, to put the solar onto your property. So ethically, if you prefer solar and and that's um, sort of philosophically how you like to run, absolutely put solar on your property. However, uh, you will not necessarily reap the rewards of the solar as a uh, landlord, as a landlord. Now, different story. If it's your own home and you're paying less electrical bill, yeah, less utility, bring it on. Electrical's gone up, bring it on. Um, But right now, Jake, not necessarily financially viable. Now, if they do start to bring in, I don't know, landlord rebates and, and things like that, which some states may have, so I might I might have fluffed that up, but some states may actually have that, um, then yes, maybe start to look at it. But it's all about crunching the numbers. And I do wonder too, there's probably property investors around the country that have put solar on their home and in saving the tenant's rent, uh, sorry, in saving the tenant's um, electrical bills, they might have been able to put up the rent. So if you can put up the rent as an investor, maybe financially viable. I'm not 100% sure, but definitely something to look into if you are an owner-occupier. All right, that wraps it up. That's me talking to me, (laughs) probably putting you all to sleep. That's it for Quick Shots this week. You know the drill. If you got the questions, send them through and we would absolutely love to talk and hear from you. Have a sensational weekend. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Double Shot with your favourite cousins, Alex and James Fitzgerald. If you've got a burning question or something we absolutely need to talk about on the pod, please write to us. Both of our emails are in the show notes. For little real estate tidbits and a little bit of banter, okay, a lot of banter, you can follow us on the gram. Our handle is thedoubleshot.podcast. That, my friends, is thedoubleshot.podcast. Until next time, think of us when you sit back and sip your next double shot.